0: Hello, my name is Monica Mattea. I'm your host in the Awaken Life Project podcast. I help women to step into their power and brilliance so that they can live the life they fully deserve with confidence and alignment. In this podcast, I share tips around how you can transform your health, career, relationships and wealth so that you can take actions every day. Hello, hello, and welcome to the next episode, and I'm so happy to be here again. So I hope that you enjoy the four-part series um, in. Or talking about the goals, and I hope that your goals, intentions, resolutions are still going strong. Unfortunately, statistics are not the best, and on our side, like most of the people, like 90, I don't know, 5%, drop their goals by the end of January. And so we need to think about how we want to set our goals uh, differently, right, so that to make them in such a way, not necessarily goals or intentions, resolutions, whatever you want to call them, they have to resonate with you. And the intentions uh, are something that works for me, and mainly intentions around feelings, how I want to feel. It was a really a deal breaker for me last year. Uh, Because with so many different things and uncertain, I couldn't set up, you know, very tangible goals like I'm going to do this, go there and do that because I just didn't know. What I knew is what I wanted to feel, and I wanted to feel good. So I'm setting primarily that intention to be in a good energy, and if I'm not in a good energy, obviously life is 50-50, how I can get myself out of uh, low moods, doubts, fears, and I have those strategies in place. And apart from that, of course, I set the goals. And it's just amazing how this year has already started for me with uh, different things, um, PR days, uh, publishing my book and story in magazines and uh it's just truly amazing when you are in that feel-good energy, you attract what you need, what you desire in your life the most. And I just feel that it's going to be amazing, amazing. year. So, but today I wanted to talk about food freedom and is it truly passable? Because, you know, in January, we set the health goals. Like we say, oh, this is finally when I look after my health and this is what I'm going to do and all of that. And again, I want you to tell you, you know, ask yourself, how do you want to feel, right? It, uh, it is just really that simple. And ask yourself, when you are uh, choosing certain things in your life, how do you truly want to feel, right? To make them stick, to make them consistent, to make them what you want to truly achieve, but also how you want to feel first and foremost. So the food freedom, what it is and what it isn't. Um, I'm talking about that because I'm not only teaching and giving you nutritional plans. I can do that well, but from the practice and working with patients and clients, in order for them to create the long-term results, we had to look at their choices long-term and their mindset and especially when life is hard because we've been taught grown up with basically a a very harmful reward system where well if you if you want to feel good just grab a chocolate and something and it's going to be fine I mean I have nothing against the chocolate uh, as long as you're not doing this for emotional reasons right So for me, food freedom is basically freedom of choice. I have uh, a choice in my life. I always will. And I have a free will as well. So how I'm choosing will impact my life in certain ways. So it's a freedom of choice. Another thing, food is food. Food doesn't mean that, you know, I want to feel better or when I eat it, I'm going to feel shame and guilt. Food is food, nothing else, nothing more. And really bringing that into awareness. And really, you know, restrictions and deprivations don't work over the time. Even the diets don't necessarily work unless you you know, choose something that works for you and think like, oh, I'm going to do that. And and that really works for me. For me, being mostly plant-based is a personal choice. I feel better, I feel good. And a lot of people say, Monica, but you want everyone to be plant-based. Of course, because it's the best for our body. But I understand uh, certain things people need to take the consideration and not everyone reacts well to different things. So it's the journey of discovery. What really serves you well in terms of the food choices. So, you know, we have the best experimentation lab there is on the planet and it is our body. But somehow we feel that somebody else has a solution for us. Um, nobody has the body like you have and nobody has the lifestyle like you have. So if you don't have time to cook healthy meals all the time, what do you do, right? So I think there is a certain questions yourself to ask there is a process to go through first in order to achieve that freedom of choice and for me again the freedom is like if I on different day like for me the balance is 80 20 yeah so 80 percent of time I choose well I eat well I exercise and do the mindset and everything else and my meditation and mindfulness and the 20 percent is where I just feel a little bit off and that's fine and allow that in my life, like over the Christmas, you know, that wasn't, Christmas is not the best thing because it's so much different food around. Uh, but I can go back on track very quickly. And for me is I'm not all or nothing person. And I think that's another thing in a food freedom kind of journey, like don't be all or nothing. You never start from scratch. You always start from where you left off and, you know, work on yourself to ensure that you're not not falling into that trap, right? So you don't have to go back on track all the time uh, from, you know, very highs and lows, but just staying somewhere kind of in the middle, right, with this 80-20 balance and being fine with it. So my kind of tips and suggestion is, you know, work on your mindset and work on your emotions. When you transform your emotions and especially when you go through difficult times in your life, disappointments and something didn't go to plan, it's very easy to reach out for the glass of wine um, or bottle even (laughs) and, and all that food and then feel bad about it, right? So, you know, Give yourself and, and maybe set yourself a certain boundaries in for this year and, and and just test yourself, challenge yourself with that. You know, I want to feel good and I know if I have this food or that food, it's not going to make me feel good, right? Or if I have that food because it's my totally my choice, I'm fine with it because it was one off. Yeah, that's another thing because the shame and guilt is not a good emotion and it's not a good state to be in, no matter what you do and what, what whatever decision you make. You know, yes is yes, no is no and be good with it, right? And I think that it's such a great principle. Now, so there are different things you can do, but I said, you know, work on your emotions and um and discover what you're truly what your body wants and it will tell you right i think we quite often want to make decisions from our head and we want to follow certain plans and i understand that people want to because they want to have avoid that confusion especially when you start uh at the beginning you don't know where um So I would take a plan which sort of feels the most appealing to you and give it a go and challenge, but make tweaks in it if you feel that's not food for me or that's not how I do it. In a food plant, I do with the clients because some people really want to have a guidance and I totally understand that it's not like everybody just opens the fridge and oh I know what to cook today and that's healthy and nutritious it takes time actually to know what your body wants and whether you're going to thrive on it because you don't want to go hungry either right and you have to have nutritional balance in life so that you avoid any cravings you know we're not going to you know we don't want to go hungry but we don't also don't want to overeat so one of the things is in a food plan people uh, you know i encourage clients to plan all sorts of different food in the plan uh, i give them a kind of a Skeleton thing and say, like, what well, this is what I would like you to aim for, but you have the right and you have a choice to put on that food plan whatever feels good for you at this moment and have a choice. So, some people will put burgers and fries, um, and then as a second choice or the first or whatever, will have like a salad, obviously, with the right nutrition balance, so there will be some healthy carbs in there. And on the day and on the moment, in the moment, they decide what they want. Quite often, they, they they go for a salad anyway, because once you take that restriction and forbidden food out of your mind, you don't want that anymore, right? Of course, there will be times when you want to try it, right? But we don't want to eat that every day. And we want to feel good about ourselves, no matter what choice we make. So if you choose that hamburger or whatever you choose to, to, to have, big, be fine with it. So like that was my choice. I did it on today. uh, Did it today and I'm fine with it and fine. Right. And move on. Right. Don't make a story out of it. And especially, but be aware of your emotions with what emotions and thoughts you're choosing that burger. It's just generally you you want it and it, it, you have not had it for a long time like I do. When I go to the pub, I will choose a vegan burger uh, and fries because I that's something that I don't have at home most of the times. I sometimes will have it. But when I just feel like, oh, I want something like that. But I'm fine with it, right? And I move on. So, and it's not about emotions, it's something about, you know, treating yourself from time to time. It's good to find something when you treat yourself without the food and drinks, for sure. But sometimes we want to celebrate something, and that's totally fine as well. I believe we need to take a radical responsibility for our own life and health. And when we do that, we will do all what is possible without all these limitations, restrictions to to feel good, basically, to feel good and building a long-term health and building health legacy, right? Um, I work with so many families in where like mom decided to look after her health, and over the time the whole family adopted certain way of eating. And it's the same happened in my family. It's not perfect, they will still eat sometimes, you know, different foods. I'm fine with it because I know that most of the times we eat well or as well as possible. So I it takes time, it's a journey but it's so worth it, you feel free. And even if you have like celebrations and Christmas and all of that, and where you may be reaching out for food, you normally don't eat a lot of cheese and whatever, Um, you, you're going to notice how you feel and you want to go back on track in January. And there's nothing wrong with it. I feel it like I'm already back. I probably lost a few pounds already uh, only because I have a try in January. I don't drink alcohol in January, decided not to do it. I decided to take a break. Um, I eat less and I started to move more and I went back on track within a week. Yeah, so it's possible, right? It's totally possible. And, uh, you know, it's exhausting to be in that going back track, but it's also exhausting resisting some of the food when you are celebrating, when you are in Christmas or any other festivities. It really is tough unless you're fine with it, right? It's all about your choice and how you want to do it in the long term, and having like long term benefits on your mind all the time and bringing them into awareness. All right, so I hope that's sort of been useful for you. And when you're setting your health goals, you know, just tune in how you want to feel through the whole year. What is important for you? How you can make it in the less resistant way, right? Don't burden yourself with going to the gym every day if you have not been to the gym for a very long time. It's not going to work. Your body is going to resist, and your mind's going to resist for sure. So, do it in a way that you're building the long-term health rather than something for a few weeks so that when I talk to you on March, you are still on track as much as you can be. So I have two things for you. Join me for the ge- Goals Setting Workshop on the 20th of January and the link is in my show notes. There is also a link to a full 7 days plant-based meal plan with nutritional value and all of that. We all have to start somewhere. And I've started with meal plans. I've started with understanding the nutritional value. I started understanding what food serves me. In terms of the plant-based food, a lot of the food I haven't tried before, like tofu, didn't know how to cook it and nothing like that. I have delicious recipes in that plan for you. So it's a good start, but don't treat it as a bible. Take it, tweak it, add food you feel like you can eat and it's easy for you to prepare and you like it. Notice how you feel, notice how your body reacts to different food and create those beautiful beautiful healthy life you are uh, you deserve take care and all the best. Let's make it happen this year, right? Okay, take care.